Hey friends, welcome back to Murder on the Map. I'm your host, Taylor, and today's episode is a special edition, two episodes in one week kind of situation, because I came across this case last night, and it's so recent, so bizarre, and honestly so scary and still unfolding that I had to get the word out immediately across my platform, and I know that you'll see other true crime podcasts doing the same. This is the story of Gabby Petito, how she went missing, and what's currently unfolding now. We'll get into it right after the break. Gabby Petito is 22 years old and from Blue Point, Long Island, New York. She was last seen on August 24th when she checked out of a Salt Lake City hotel with her boyfriend of two and a half years, Brian Laundry. On September 11th, 2021, as in just last Saturday, Gabby's mom, Nicole Schmidt, reported her missing after not hearing from Gabby for two weeks. Gabby and Brian had been living in North Point, Florida together for the last few years after originally meeting in high school in Long Island. In June, they went back to New York to visit for Gabby's brother's high school graduation. From New York, they set out on their van life journey. Gabby and Brian are super into nature and earlier this year had decided to downsize their lives and fit everything into a 2012 Ford Transit van and live out of it while traveling and hiking across the country together. On July 2nd, they left New York. On July 5th, they stopped at Kansas Monument Rocks. July 8th, went to Colorado Springs. July 10th, they were at the Grand Sand Dunes National Park. July 16th, they visited Zion National Park. July 20th, Cedar Breaks. July 21st, Bryce Canyon National Park. July 26th, they were at Mystic Hot Springs. July 30th, Canyonlands National Park, Mesa Arch. August 12th, Arches National Park. August 13th, they were in Moab, Utah and August 24th, they were seen checking out of the hotel in Salt Lake City. Nicole originally said that she texted with Gabby on August 27th and August 30th, but now isn't sure if Gabby was the one she was texting because Gabby didn't share any photos and the exchange wasn't verbal. Normally, Gabby would FaceTime, so the text-only exchange was strange. The last Nicole knew, the couple was headed for Grand Teton National Park. Prior to August 24th, Gabby and Brian were both super active on their personal Instagrams and also had a YouTube channel together called Nomadic Static where they documented their lives as van lifers. Their channel currently only has one 8-minute video that has most 300,000 views and was posted on August 19th, 2021. It's kind of creepy to watch the shots of a super happy Gabby kissing Brian in every location that they traveled to with everything going on now. I'll link the video in the show notes. On July 29th, Brian posted a picture to Instagram while on Canyonlands National Park, crediting Gabby for taking the photo. It's the last post of Brian's that Gabby interacted with, even though he posted twice on August 13th from Moab, Utah. 
The July 29th post is also the last time that you see his necklace that's present in every single photo before that. Like every single photo and story that I could find, this man was wearing this necklace and then suspiciously on the two posts from August 13th, he does not have the necklace on. Like I said, the necklace is not visible, there's no mention of Gabby, and there's no interaction from Gabby in the likes or comments, which is also super rare because they lived their life on social media and were super like public about their relationship and liked each other's posts, commented on every single one, and so for her not to like or comment on either of the August 13th posts is super weird. At some point between August 24th and September 11th, Brian Laundrie returned home to North Point, Florida in the van with no Gabby. On September 11th, police recovered the van to process for clues and try to piece things together. They got the van from outside Brian's parents' house. That same day, Brian hired a lawyer and went silent. At the time of this episode on September 14th, 2021, Brian refuses to talk to the police or press about Gabby. When police showed up at his parents' house, they refused to disclose his whereabouts, and when they appeared at a press conference this morning, they said they couldn't comment on anything to do with Brian. The van has since been returned to Brian, and police haven't said if they found anything. Police say that they would love to talk to Brian, but he's technically under no obligation to talk to him because they don't even know if a crime has been committed yet. Which, obviously to everyone, Brian looks hella guilty, but things are still rapidly unfolding. I'm about to play you the audio from a Good Morning America segment that aired today. It has a lot of information that I've already told you, but it also has audio of Brian and Gabby that I couldn't find anywhere else, as well as interviews with Gabby's parents and step-parents. Gabby Petito, who disappeared while on a cross-country road trip with her boyfriend. He returned home to Florida without Gabby, and now her parents are pleading for help to find her. Eva Pilgrim is here with more on that for us. Good morning, Eva. Good morning, Robin. Her family says she was a free spirit who loved adventure. She just started a YouTube channel documenting her adventures when she vanished. Her family telling us they have no idea where she could be this morning. This morning, a plea for help. Gabby Petito's family looking for any clues as to what happened to the 22-year-old who was on a cross-country adventure with her boyfriend when she disappeared. We don't know. We don't, we don't know where she is. A few days is one thing when you're out camping, but um, when it starts to become seven, eight, nine, ten days, that's, that's a problem. Petito was traveling the country in this van with her boyfriend, Brian Laundrie. I think our plan for today is to just hang out here in the tent. Um, Brian's stretching. The pair, documenting their journey on social media and YouTube, left New York on July 2nd, making stops in Colorado and Utah. So, we are right outside Capitol Reef right now. The New York native was last seen on August 24th, checking out of a hotel with laundry in Salt Lake City, Utah. Her mother says she last spoke to her by phone the next day. She told her they were in Grand Teton, Wyoming, on their way to Yellowstone National Park. She sounded good and excited to continue her trip and excited to start her YouTube channel. And um, she was, I don't know, she seemed okay. 
Laundry at some point returned to the couple's home in Florida with their van, but Petito was not with him. The FBI and police departments in New York and Florida all investigating. Northport Police Department saying they currently have no definitive information that a crime took place here, adding the circumstances are odd. ABC News reached out to Laundry for comment, but did not receive a response. She was also an amazing artist. Yeah, she man. loved to take pictures and get them out there as much as possible. Um, she loved natural beauty. She was an amazing person. She always tried to smile and make people smile and, and always enjoyed, you know, every moment. That's, you know, it's something to be admired. And she's just, she's just awesome. We love her. We miss her. We want her home. Now, her mom says that she did get two more texts from her daughter before she went silent, but no photos and no calls. So she's not sure if her daughter was actually the one sending those messages. The family is asking anyone who may have seen her to please come forward. There's just a lot of time that they are trying to fill in the gaps as to what happened. As we said, such odd circumstances. Yeah. Eva, thank you. Well, hey there, GMA fans. Robin Roberts here. Thanks for checking out our YouTube channel. Lots of great stuff here. So go on, click the subscribe button right over, right over here to get more of awesome videos and content from GMA every day, anytime. We thank you for watching, and we'll see you in the morning on GMA. Like I've said so many times in this episode, things are still rapidly unfolding, but a few things I've seen over the past 10 hours of, or so of being obsessed with this case are that the timelines are very confusing and the rumor mills online are already turning hard. There's been reports of people seeing Gabby and Brian getting into huge fights in a Walmart parking lot in Utah in early August. Gabby's All Trails account, which if you don't know, All Trails is an like a app that tracks your hikes. Um, her All Trails account, where she tracked her hikes, don't line up with where the official timeline that's been released said that she was. And a fellow van lifer posted screenshots of DMs from Gabby saying that she was looking for a shower in Salt Lake City on July 30th, when the official timeline actually has her being in Canyonlands National Park on July 30th. There's also people who said that they saw them in Idaho three or four weeks ago, but then there's nothing on the official timeline about going to Idaho. I talked about the YouTube video earlier and we'll definitely link it in the show notes so you can watch, but several people on Reddit have pointed out that there are photos in the video that are from 2020 and not part of their van life trip, which is how the YouTube video is positioned. I don't know if that's a huge deal, honestly, but it's worth mentioning because maybe it plays a part in something bigger, a cover up or something like that. And I'm also going to link their Instagrams in uh, the show notes. I honestly, I followed them both last night because I don't know how long they'll stay public. Uh, Brian could decide to deactivate or go private at any time. So it might be worth a follow if you want to try to keep up with anything that he might post. Obviously, um, we don't know if Gabby will post anything because we don't know if, she, if she's alive or missing or what's going on. Uh, but I would follow that too in case her family takes that one private just so you can reference it um, in your own research. So the creepiest things that I've come across so far are the people that are drawing parallels between Chris Watts and Brian, even down to the fact that they look alike, which I honestly stayed away from the Chris Watts case, but I do know what he looks like and they do look pretty similar, which is 
kind of alarming. Um, And then also someone analyzed Brian's Instagram captions compared to things that we currently know about the case. So people are suggesting that he has narcissistic behavior. His barefoot in Zion post really struck people as odd because he said um, how like difficult it was to climb. But people who have actually climbed it that I've like seen on Reddit and in the Facebook groups are saying that it's very easy to climb vertically in Moab, Canyonlands, and Zion because it's sandstone. And uh, with the right shoes and friction, it really helps you do vertical terrain really easily. Uh, He also had a quote that said, also, anyone who walked by couldn't figure out how I climbed all these rocks. Like I said, people said anyone could easily do it. Most people don't stay on the trails in national parks, and it's the narrows of Zion, which I'm not a nature person. I don't know what that means, but a lot of people are saying that he's like humble bragging and like wanting people to, he's like basically being a pick-me-ass bitch. Um, He also creepily mentions an unfortunate infestation of human beings at Zion National Park, as if he's an exception. Um, Many point out that Gabby wore an Apple Watch in a lot of her photos, and he has a long post about society in Moab, and he mentions, quote, This tree doesn't require an Apple Watch. It doesn't stream its favorite shows or have a microwave oven pay health insurance, or drink grande iced caramel macchiatos. It's just a tree, dot, dot, dot. Um, honestly, that's super creepy, and I, I could hypothesize. I try not to do that on this show, but with this being such a rapidly unfolding case, it's hard not to. I, th- I just feel like the Apple Watch, um, the streaming of its favorite shows, um, and the fact that they did have a microwave oven in their van and then also just the iced caramel macchiatos i worked at starbucks for a long time i know those are a big drink for for young girls that just seems really specific um he also mentions melon rinds as the perfect biodegradable material in his post and then gabby's post on august 19th posts about someone eating lunch on a picnic table at the salt flats which people on reddit have pointed out there are no picnic tables on the salt flats um and gabby's post says something like i watched some guy leave his processed prepackaged plastic conglomerate of lunch on the picnic table people have pointed out gabby typically did not talk like that in her captions and that definitely sounds like brian wrote it instead of gabby This case is rapidly unfolding, like I've said so many times before, and there's going to be a ton of links in the show notes, so make sure to check those out. I really hope Gabby is found alive. This is such a scary and sad case. I have several friends who are van lifers, um, although I know it's not for me. It's something that I respect the hell out of and think is so cool to watch from a distance, and you know, maybe I could do it for one night, but please share with your friends. Share Gabby's missing poster. I really, really hope that she's found alive. I will be updating on my Instagram, so you can follow me there, Taylor B Talks. There's also tons of other resources out there and true crime podcasts that I'm sure we'll be doing episodes about it. Y'all be careful out there. Thanks for listening.